If you're just joining us today, we've been talking about estate planning and what you need to know as we move through the new year. I'm Wayne Nelson, and you're listening to Talk to the Experts. My guests today are Paul Lindsay and Norman Ewing from Macmillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the Macmillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars, Thursday, February 8th, and Thursday, February 22nd, both days at 6.30 p.m. You'll need to register ahead of time, though. Just call Macmillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or visit the website for more information at macmillanestate.com. All right, Norman, we left our audience hanging with that uh, great story that uh, you were talking about, talking about an estate freeze, and you were giving us an example of how that worked. So let's pick up where we left off. Yeah, let's uh, get into what we did for them. But uh, just to recap, Wayne, uh, you know, we've got, uh, you know, parents, we've got a couple of kids working in this family business. Uh, business might be worth around $10 million. Um, parents own all of it. Uh, you know, kids have no ownership interest, even though they've been working for some time. And the parents are wanting to involve them, but there's a little wrinkle in the story with, uh, you know, kind of a divorce that one of the children is going through. So, of course, what we did is is, is we looked at uh, an estate freeze uh, so that uh, we could uh, bring the kids in uh, to ownership to the business, uh, but also make sure that we're minimizing the taxes. Uh, so we froze uh, the you know the parents' tax bill at ten million, and then the future growth in the business, maybe five to eight million over the next ten years, was pushed into the hands of the children. Now, as we had those concerns about uh, you know direct ownership and and the divorce, uh, we used a trust to hold and protect the children's interest and ownership share in the business. From a tax perspective, what we had done here is we've limited and capped the parents' tax bill at around two. Point four million, and then of course we're we've got them still alive, so we're still working to reduce that tax bill um, to you know much less than two point four million through their lifetime. We're also deferring taxes uh, through the children, so as a family unit, this strategy is going to save the family a lot of money. Without the freeze, the parents would be paying a lot more than than two point four million in taxes, but because we did the freeze, they're going to pay a lot less than that in taxes. And that's money that's going to stay in the family rather than going on to pay the government. Okay. Interesting strategy is the tax freeze. And uh, if people have any questions about that, they should certainly get in touch uh, with one of the team members at McMillan Estate Planning. Paul, an estate freeze certainly sounds like a great option. Do you have any other advice that you can offer for those who are looking to minimize their tax? Certainly. There are a number of options out there, whether you are just a private individual, whether you're um, part of the farming community or whether you're you're an entrepreneur and and of course as Norman's just mentioned the use of an estate freeze is a great tool for business owners looking to mitigate their tax bill and obviously help them with their business succession planning at the same time but from a more personal perspective and I, I think we, we talked about this on our last show at this time of year we're usually looking at our tax-free savings account contribution room and of course the upcoming deadline to uh, contribute to our RSPs. And as we all know, don't forget, we've got one extra day to do that because we've got a leap year in 2024. And we've also got a little bit more of a ceiling for the TFSA too. Well, there we are. I mean, that's gone up to uh, $7,000 uh, contribution room for this year. Um, and beyond that, I mean, you know, clients will often come to us and say, okay, well, we've contributed to our, our, our TFSA and our RSP. We've maxed that out. Well, where do we go from there? Sure. So 
we utilise a, a certain investment and tax strategy that will allow you to shelter up to a, a quarter of your, your overall net worth. And that can grow tax-free in your lifetime. And when you pass away, it can pass your beneficiaries on a tax-free basis. And this is all whilst you're able to access that investment value and the growth during your lifetime. So for uh, one-off expenses, to help with retirement, whatever it may be, you know, you, you retain access to that tax-sheltered portion. Now, in essence, you could say that this particular opportunity gives you the ability to almost have a, a giant tax-free savings account. No, I know the government doesn't call it that, but it certainly operates, as you said, in that vein. So when is the best time to utilize this uh, giant tax-free savings account? Well, I suppose... As with, with, with anything, I mean, it, it's going to be subject to your, your individual circumstances. More often than not, uh, provided that you have the, the ability to, to, to fund this particular investment, timing, it, it is more a case, I suppose, of, of um, strike whilst the iron is hot. But it also depends on whether we're using this personally or within, within our company. Because from a personal perspective, we can absolutely use this to shelter value. We can do virtually the same thing if this is done inside our corporation. But it really can come into its own in that scenario because we can use it to release what would perhaps be otherwise trapped value in that corporation when we, when we die. And given that by utilizing this, we've got assets growing on a tax-free basis you will often find that this can grow the value of your estate by 30 or even 40% overall at the end of the day. That's fairly significant. Indeed it is. And it, it's one of those strategies that I, I mentioned earlier that could potentially be attacked at the the next budget. And I say that because it's happened before. Now, historically, this strategy was capable of being able to permit you to shelter more than the current 25%. And so there's certainly merit, I suppose, for that reason in exploring this sooner rather than later. All right. Norman, we've been uh, hearing some references to trusts uh, in our discussions so far this morning. Are we able to use trusts to save taxes or can we use them for other purposes as well? Well, often we like to think of trusts as tax neutral, Wayne. We don't want to pay more taxes with trusts, but we may be using them primarily to protect assets, to protect assets uh, you know, for our bloodline, to give governance over assets, to protect from lawsuits, creditors, and other claims. But trusts actually can be used to reduce or eliminate taxes in some situations. And this is often through a trust in our lifetime. We broadly call these inter vivis trusts. It's essentially from the Latin, well alive. And, and the idea is that we're creating a trust uh, in the now. Uh, we're creating a trust today, and we're transferring assets into that trust during our lifetime. So it's something that people can access. Exactly. Uh, assets can go in and out. Uh, um, you know, we're doing this planning to, you know, kind of improve the lives of our clients. So it's, it's got to be flexible. It's, it's got to work for their goals and, and what they want to accomplish in life. We talked earlier about the estate freeze and, you know, with an estate freeze, sometimes we use a family trust as, as part of the freeze uh, to push the future growth of the assets out to the younger gen generation of the family, such as children, grandchildren. This is an inter vivis trust that allows us to defer and save taxes among a family. 
Now, we can also create a, a special 65-plus type of trust. It's another example of an inter vivas trust. Uh, for this, we need a settler uh, that's 65 or older to allow us to qualify for the tax benefits. And if we qualify for this type of trust, we can transfer assets to the trust at our cost base. Essentially, we don't trigger any taxes by moving assets into the trust. And so then we can use the trust to eliminate probate tax. All right, let's continue this discussion when we return. We're up against the clock. The Macmillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars on Thursday, February 8th and Thursday, February 22nd, both days at 6.30 p.m. To register, contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 or go to the website for more information at macmillanestate.com. Paul Lindsay and Norman Ewing from Macmillan Estate Planning are my guests today, and we'll be back with more on Talk to the Experts.